Welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan with Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. Today's episode is all about the celebrity apex, but we won't let you leave without some headlines, so stay with us until the end for excess baggage. Before we jump into our discussion this week, we wanted to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to travmarketmedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. So I had so much fun with you on the Celebrity Apex. It was a super fun time, despite the fact that on day one, I sprained my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the gate, like immediately. That was the level of excitement for me. I was like, "Why did I do that?" I think it was a mix of, and, and it wasn't even that many cocktails. I was maybe like one or two cocktails but in. They I, think were it pure, I think it was pure excitement too. Like I was just so excited to get back to the room to change and go to the naming ceremony that I just wasn't paying attention to the stairs. And I missed the last step. And I, like, for some reason, the last steps are always closer to the ground than the yeah. other steps. And so I stepped down and I went, I was, I think it was aiming for the ground, but then it got caught on the bottom step. Yeah. And yeah, but bounced back up. You sure I, did. Yep. I'm young still. <laughs> I recovered. I still have a little limp the rest of the time and it's still recovering a little bit, but I can walk pretty fine now. Um, but yeah, did not detract from the experience at all. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're young and I'm old. And I was just telling my business partner, Don, that I might be a little bit too old for two straight days of open bar. You know, I might just be <laughs> getting a little bit past the age where I can handle two full days of open bar, but I did not hate the $24 bottles of Vuvv. Uh, it was amazing. When I heard that, I was like, I'm jumping on the Vuv train, mm -hmm. but what I really, really loved, about, there's so many things I loved about the inaugural. And one of the biggest things is obviously seeing other travel advisors again mm -hmm. in the atmosphere of a cruise ship. I love the naming ceremony. Oh my God, the naming ceremony. And I remember we were talking that, you know, we didn't want to cry, mm -hmm. but we both like kind of knew we would cry. Of course. And just being there and there's no, like, I think a lot of other people were crying. There was no way around it. I managed to keep any tears from spilling. I just held them, you know, right there in my lower <laughs> lid. Let them evaporate. I did manage to do that. You did not. I did not. I looked up and I was like, oh my God, my eyeballs are filling up. And when I look down, they're going to spill over. And they did. But it really was, first of all, the level of girl power that celebrity is on it's expert level. And I really, really love the way that they raise women up and make sure women are getting into positions of power and celebrate women. And, you know, especially like Dave, our BDM, he has two daughters. So I'm sure he must feel so proud to work in a place that that's the, the goal and the aim. And so I think you should tell everyone about the godmother of the ship because you almost lost your marbles. I almost said a cuss word. 
uh, when you saw <laughs> she was going to be on the ship. <laughs> yeah, so Resma uh, Sojani, she is the godmother of the ship. And while we were on the ship, I, I got a um, Facebook memory that two years ago to the day, I heard Reshma speak at a women's conference in Tampa. And her message was, it spoke to me because she focused on the brave, not perfect yeah. idea. And as a recovering perfectionist, and I know <laughs> there are a lot of us out there, um, to hear someone say, you know, Tr- try everything, even if you're not good at it, it's okay. Just go ahead and try. Yep. And if it's not perfect, that's fine. At least you did it. You put yourself out there. And, you know, that was part of um, what kind of pushed me forward in 2019. And one thing she said at the conference was, I'd rather, you know, fail at all these new opportunities and know that I tried them then like not try them at all because I was too scared to fail. So um, shortly after I heard her speak at the conference in Tampa, it was like a few days after they they announced that she was going to be the godmother of the celebrity apex. And I'm like, how amazing is this? And I didn't realize she was going to be at the naming ceremony. And when I saw that she was, I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to fangirl so hard, which I did. And I feel like she was so encouraging and motivational because um, one thing that she said was, you know, the past 581 days was anything but perfect, but they were everything brave. And I think that was when I lost it. (laughs) I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Well, you're one of the bravest people I know. So she did a good job on you. you. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) Don't cry. (laughs) Um. So, yes, this, the naming ceremony was incredible. First of all, they used all songs from The Greatest Showman. So that yes. was incredible. Um, all of the speakers were amazing. Richard Fain. Oh, I just lost the name. Lisa. 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 Oh, Perlo. That's it. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it just flew out of my head. Lisa was incredible, and she got emotional, and that's probably where I lost it. I can't handle seeing other people choke up. But, man, all I could think about as I was sitting there was we effing made it. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. I didn't say effing in my head. It was a real hard F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but I just kept thinking, oh, my gosh, we effing made it. And it just feels incredible. And for me, um, because Celebrity is my personal favorite cruise line, it was so great for that to be the first ship that I – I was on, if I still lived in Florida, I'd probably have been on 10 cruises by now. Um, But it just made sense that I was on Celebrity First. Mm -hmm. So like you said, just sitting there with other travel advisors, celebrating how far we've come, um, watching a new, incredible, long-awaited and delayed ship be christened with the biggest bottle of champagne I've ever seen. I can't remember what it was called. They went through all the different sizes of bottles. The only size I remember of champagne bottle, he said, was the Methuselah. Yeah, that's the one that sticks out. <laughs> but this was a one baker. <laughs> I can't remember all the names. I just remember that one just stuck out. Um, but while we were on the ship, we sat down with Dave mm-hmm. at Craft Social for a little short chat about 
the apex, but also celebrity in general. So mm-hmm. we have a clip from our sit down about our favorite venue slash feature. And I just want to give you guys a heads up. This was very off the cuff chats. Um, and we were in craft social. So behind us, you can hear like glasses clinking and people chatting. So um, here's our first clip. Enjoy. Favorite part of the show? Favorite feature? Craft social, obviously. Well, okay. <laughs> favorite venue overall, Celebrity Apex, would be the Brandon Craft Social. Yes. As a beer lover, um, I'm willing to try different types of alcohols, whether it be wine, martinis, various vodkas, spirits, whatever it may be. But being more of a beer guy, having a, a high end craft beer bar that also offers a variety of other cocktails. And, Craft, uh, craft drinks, variety of other offerings. Uh, yeah, this would be my favorite venue. Favorite feature would just be the open spaces. Um, and like legitimately everywhere you walk, there's just an open feeling versus the old school cruise where you're just, I don't know, can be claustrophobic and closed in the corridors, walking down the hallways to get to my state room. Just a little bit more open space, and I'm not saying that you're yeah. going down a tremendous. And let's talk about the space in the bathroom. Yes, I mean honestly, it is very. I'm used to just like I have not always touching a wall over. in the bathroom yeah. at some point. You know, like yeah. it's really yeah, for sure. I've been enjoying that, and I think a lot of people are shocked that there's a space with fresh plants, like the rooftop garden. Yeah. Love yep. that, like an area where it's like you feel like you're outdoors and it doesn't feel so like hard surface. There's actual real plants out there, and we actually have a, a one at least one staff member on every edge class vessel that is basically what do you call it a horticulturalist, a landscaper, That's whatever awesome. you want to call them. That is actually their job is to basically manage the rooftop garden, yeah, but also obviously other venues throughout the ship that might have live plants and, and flowers and everything else. It's One of my favorite ship experiences ever was on the reflection. They used the headphones from the silent disco to do a guided meditation while you were laying on the lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, and Tracy pointed out to me, like, it's like we have the four elements because you can see the smokestack, like we have the fire, we have the air, we're on the water. Yeah. <laughs> like it was... All of the elements yes. coming, coming It was to awesome. Work. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's Especially really hungover. Fun. <laughs> I was joking around. Was I joking around the two of you earlier, or some other partners like this morning? Oh, Sweating after my workout, I had escargot coming out of one arm, <laughs> vodka and beer coming out of yeah. the other arm, and uh, <laughs> rinse, yeah. repeat. Is there a cold plunge in the spa? In the spa? I don't think it's a cold plunge, but is there like a cold room or something like that? Yes, there's what's considered almost like a quote-unquote a sauna slash yeah. heat room. There's a cold room. There's crystal therapy, yeah. room of crystals, salt therapy. There's a salt room and then a variety of other treatments. Yeah. Going back to hangovers. Um, <laughs> I like to steam and then have the cold reinvigorate you. And Get then you back on track. Yes. <laughs> And then on to the uh, martini bar. Yes. So you're saying it's aqua class is what you would choose. On 100%. 100% aqua class is the way to go. Let, let me ask you two. I'm going to flip the script. Teresa, what's your favorite, favorite venue on the ship and why? That is so hard for me to answer because I feel like I haven't seen everything yet. I mean, we're just getting ready to go to the magic carpet right now. Yeah. So, like, 
I can't really say for sure what my favorite is because I don't want to like leave anyone out. Yeah. But um, I had a really delicious cocktail from Craft Social um, yesterday. That's I was. Two, that's two votes. For I Craft reached to my purse, just took out cash, and I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. This is so good. I don't know what this is, but it's so good. But I really do love, like, during during the naming ceremony, the theater itself, I love the way it's set up. It felt so open. And I feel like there's not a bad seat yeah. in the theater because you're just encircling. So I'm going to try and see the show tonight just to see what a show is like during that. Yes. So. And wait, should we interrupt this broadcast for what was just delivered to Corrine? Espresso martini. There we go. All right, what's the review? I'm trying to hit two birds with one stone here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired. It was either coffee and then a drink or just do it all at once. It's delicious. <laughs> so it balances yes. out. So it's like a net zero kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, but the, uh, as far as the theater goes, when they designed, when Edge and Edge class was introduced, that was also one of those like wow factors. Yeah. Looking at yeah. what our new hardware would be bringing to the to celebrity level, you know, the industry mm-hmm. was that stage that intrudes out of the audience. The audience, you know, engulfs the entire stage and yep. the performances and just creates a an intimate atmosphere in such a large venue that hosts I think there's something in the area of nine hundred something seats in the theater. Wow. So that we could accommodate both, you know, dining times early and late yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's true with something else in the theater. Yeah. Your turn. I wanna say the sunset bar. Yeah. However, it's not great for if you have bangs. <laughs> it's real breezy and my okay. hair never was, looks I right. I was joking that <laughs> they were just trying to show off your Botox. Yeah, I just want to show off my <laughs> Botox that is covered by bangs in most cases. <laughs> Everyone keeps asking, why did you get Botox on your forehead? I'm like, covered Botox. I just just got it in September for my 47th birthday. I treated myself. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. And I also love craft social. I'm also a major beer lover. And it is nice because I often travel with people who are just liquor drinkers. Yeah. And so it's nice that you can get whatever you want here, but there's a lot of good beers. Yeah. Um, really? I always love to go to breweries, but if they don't serve anything but beer, it's like you can't serve friends. It's yeah. not going to work. I have many friends like that, too. Yeah. Like we'll go, bunches want to go to... Bunches <laughs> want to go to a brewery, but then like a few people are like, ah, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And then many of them now will serve maybe some wine or some yeah. kind of other craft cocktail yeah, yeah so i think it's safe to say that craft social is the place to be on the apex because we got 100%. so many votes for craft social 100 <laughs> percent. i i i mean it's well located easy to get to not quite as noisy as the martini bar and have craft beer which i love but the nice thing about it which i said is that they also have all the regular liquor drinks so it's not like at home when you go to a brewery and none of your friends mm-hmm. who are liquor drinkers want to come Everyone can be accommodated there. Yeah. And um, I loved your little uh, blip about the sunset bar, how it was so breezy, but it's okay. Yes. These bangs were made for a breeze, but I love sitting out there. The breeze is nice, especially when it's blazing hot. And especially if you do get to catch the sunset, it's incredible. So, uh, and they make a mean drink back there. Although your best drink yep. was not there. It was in Craft Social. It was in Craft Social. Yeah. 
I found out later it's a whiskey sour and I didn't think I'd like whiskey sours. That's why I never ordered it. Cause I was like, I don't think it sounds like something I would like. And basically my rule of thumb is if the foundation of a drink is something I like, the bartender can put anything else in it as filler and I will still enjoy it because the foundation, like the, the base liquor is something that I like. So that's what I always tell myself. So I told the bartender, I'm like, Hey, just make me a whiskey cocktail. Um, you know, I might say like nothing too sweet. Cause sometimes they see a woman, they're like, Oh, she likes sweet cocktails. I'm like, no, nothing too sweet. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so that bartender made me that amazing drink and you saw me reach into my purse. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, keep it coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as you all probably already know, I cannot have a uh, whiskey as the foundation in my drink or somebody's going to get slapped or a table's going to get flipped. It turns me into a completely different person with a real edge. <laughs> <laughs> so I was sticking a lot too straight tequila because that's my favorite, but I had an Aperol spritz. I was drinking sparkling wine. This is, this is why I'm too old for this because there's too many options and I'm trying them all. Uh, I never did get my dirty martini, which I'm pretty bummed about because I haven't found a good one here where I live now. But you had that marmalade smash. That was pretty good, right? That was at the sunset bar. Yeah, that was the precursor to me spraying my ankle. So, (laughs) not going to blame it on the marmalade smash. (laughs) I also really enjoyed our dinners a lot. Like, the food on Celebrity is really good. Now I'm trying to think of what was my favorite and I'm not even quite sure because I really enjoyed so many things. The first night I had this melty cheese. I think it was like Savanaki. Saganaki. Saganaki. If you ever go to, if you're visiting your parents and you go to Santiago's Bodega in Orlando, their Saganaki will blow your head off. Yeah, it was so good. We were, so they have different dining areas with different themes. Yeah. And so that first night we were in a restaurant called Cyprus, which is Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Normandy, obviously French, Tuscan, Italian, and what's the fourth one? The Cosmopolitan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure what that is. I think it's like New American. New American. But, so, uh, oh, sorry. I was just oh, going to go say that, that they're trying to make you feel more like you're in a specialty restaurant, even when you're in main dining. Mm-hmm. And each restaurant will have sort of their signature dishes, but then there's always those base favorites, the classics that you can get in any restaurant. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you prefer a little plain jam, little salmon and mashed potatoes or whatever, it's no problem. But I love that you feel, even though it's main dining, even though it doesn't cost extra, it still feels more like a specialty restaurant experience. I completely agree. And the everything that I had in main dining for those two nights was so, so good. Um, the second night I re- I was thinking to myself, okay, last night on the ship, I got to get all the appetizers yes. that I want. And one thing I only eat on cruise ships. I don't know why is shrimp cocktail. Like I just <laughs> only order on a cruise ships and French onion soup. So the third, so the second night mm. I ordered three appetizers because <laughs> I couldn't decide. And yeah. I think I ate them all and I can't remember what I ordered for dinner now me neither one thing that really (laughs) stood out for me which you'll all laugh but at the buffet which i everything i had from the buffet with the exception of one egg dish was fabulous but they had a hummus bar 
with all these different types of hummus. And that was like, you give me some pita. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. And the way they did their buffets now is that someone serves you yes. from behind the table. So you're not actually getting things yourself. Like someone behind the table is getting you whatever it is, which is fine. I don't like serving myself anyway. So this is perfect for me. Um, and one thing I remember the first day when we were on board, we're like, let's go get food. We're both super hungry. Um, they were, how do you, they were caramelizing the creme brulee in front of you. Yes. And you had the and banana. They had it was so good. different creme brulees. Yeah. They had like banana, strawberry, chocolate, pistachio, and vanilla. All five. And I didn't eat all five. I just had the banana one and it was really good. So. And they also have like a little ice cream area that's like hard ice cream that you scoop mm-hmm. with really good flavors. I had cinnamon, a scoop of cinnamon and a scoop of caramel in a waffle bowl. Like it felt like. Yeah, legit, that looked great. Yeah, that looked great. Um, one of the concepts of celebrity now as they are, you know, moving forward and everything is the idea of new luxury. Mm -hmm. And during our chat with Dave, we touched on that. He was like, you know, he mentioned new luxury and in my head, I'm like, I think I have an idea of what that is, but what is new luxury and listen in for what Dave has to say about new luxury. Our brand, when we say we are new luxury, we're moving up and up and up the scale in all honesty. And I think, yourselves and many other partners now will see okay celebrity is stepping it up a notch absolutely yeah when you say new luxury what exactly do you mean by that great great question so i think they say roughly 50 percent of americans have never stepped foot on a cruise ship it's a good amount of people that 50 percent you know primarily looking at you know the general public that 50 percent when they think of a luxury cruise line, they think of men must wear tuxedos. Um, They think of maybe flashbacks to what the love boat tried to represent back in the day. And I'm not, you know, kind of old world luxury. Formal Um, stuffy. Formal nights, yes. Stuffy, pretentious, a class system on board, et cetera, et cetera. When we talk about new luxury, it's a place that, you know, is comfortable for everybody. It's, you know, you don't, what am I wearing? I'm not wearing a collared shirt right now. I have a pair of of jeans on. I like to call them nice jeans. Yeah. um, No holes or anything. He dry cleaned his jeans and he's wearing a white workout tank top with a sports coat. Delete that. Delete, edit, edit. I try to look new luxury. Uh, but really bring something for everybody. Um, you know, we want the ships to look nice, but we also understand luxury. It's about the intangibles and it's about the experience. It's about the way you're treated. Um, so people want nice things, but without getting the service that you would expect from a luxury brand, um, that all, it all means nothing. Um, so we need to cover our bases from A to Z as far as their new luxury goes. I absolutely love the feeling and like the overall vibe of like the new luxury because I love to have, you know, the great service, the good food, but oftentimes I don't want to be uncomfortable. And I feel like a lot of times when people are like, oh, this is luxury, 
you feel like you're stepping on eggshells the entire time. It's like, yeah. am I doing this right? Like, oh my gosh, like you're not supposed to do that. But Can here, I touch this? Like, Yeah, <laughs> but here it just feels comfortable, but you know you're going to have a great time. You know everything you're getting is quality, like from the goods you're drinking to yeah. you know the service you're getting. So I really do love that. Yeah, to me, luxury means freedom and flexibility. Sure. It isn't about necessarily the price or, you know, I want quality, but I want to feel free to do what I want. So I love that concept. And there is two, like when you think of luxury, there's two key words. Inclusive. Yes. You know, meaning you're not going to feel nickel and dime. You, you want to be able to enjoy your time and not worry 100%. about anything else, that peace of mind. Um, and then there's also exclusivity. Now, some people think of exclusivity and they think hobnobbish, like, oh, I'm not good enough to be here. But, but it's not about that. It's kind of, you want to kind of feel special, whether you're in an inside cabin yeah. or if you're in the retreat where you really feel special yeah. <laughs> in the suites. Um, but that whole feeling of exclusivity on celebrity every one of our guests feels that way yeah and, and that happens from if you're in the main dining room to a special restaurant yep so, and everywhere else i love it i think the term that most people will know better than you luxury is barefoot luxury oh you know, when they yeah. talk about like resorts and stuff like mm -hmm. that it's barefoot luxury but you can't i mean it's not really a barefoot situation on a cruise ship so i guess they had to find like a different term but that's like a similar idea where you get you know, a super great experience, the great service without feeling like you're on the Titanic. It's not stuffy. There aren't a ton of rules <laughs> yeah. on the Titanic. Um, it's just relaxed, but you're just like I was talking about with the, the different main dining restaurants. It feels elevated compared to main dining on a lot of the other mm -hmm. lines because it feels like specialty dining, but it's included. Um, and as I said, freedom and flexibility, I think is what a lot of people see as luxury these days. The, the word luxury has really been bastardized. I mean, there's so many resorts that say luxury and I'm like, eh, you know, it's a good solid four star resort, <laughs> but, mm, right. but, and it really depends on the person, but I, I celebrity new luxury is definitely a good fit for me. That's mm -hmm. definitely my jam. Yeah, and they even though there weren't any kids on board, they do have a kids club that mm -hmm. I didn't get a chance to go see. But I saw on Rajma's um, Instagram page that they're incorporating her Girls Who Code program into their kids program on Celebrity. And uh, at least on the Apex, I'm not sure if it's like all across the board, but at least on the Apex, which I thought was amazing you can have kids go on board and they're going to learn how to code. Yeah. What a, an, an amazing opportunity for enrichment. Yeah. Um, I definitely know a couple of my nieces and nephews that would be into that. So it was dreamy. I loved it. I could have used a couple more days. I agree. That would have prevented me from ordering three appetizers <laughs> on the last day. Get it while you can. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, just the overall experience. I don't know what I was expecting. And I keep saying this whenever I go do different experiences, but it definitely exceeded my expectations of what, you know, it could be in terms of a sailing. And, oh, my God, the magic carpet. I was just about to, to say, let's not forget to talk about the magic carpet. 
And a lot of folks will think like, oh, you're going to be on the magic carpet while they're moving it like from deck to deck, but they don't have people on it. It's a safety issue. So you're not on the magic carpet as it's moving, but once it moves to its new location, you just step out there and it feels like, I mean, you're literally on the water. Yep. It's like just water views all around you. Yep. It was gorgeous. It, it That had a, an acceptable breeze for my bangs <laughs> that also kept us cool. <laughs> Um, I agree. And that's where we found the $24 of premium champagne. Yes. And I highly doubt that it's $24 on a regular sailing. Um, But, you know, I would just double check if I'm on the Apex again in the near future. I'm definitely going to be like, hey, so how much is the bottle of your Vuv? I guess Dave might kick me for saying that. (laughs) Don't tell. (laughs) (laughs) But it was really fun. It was. It was just a great time. And so um, I don't know how familiar. Oh, go ahead. Let's not forget to talk about your love of the infinite veranda. Oh, my goodness. Yes. My love of the infinite veranda. And we have a clip about me talking about how much I love the infinite veranda. So here it is. I will say one thing that I really loved experiencing is the Infinite Veranda stateroom. Yes. Yeah. Because I rem- this morning I was standing at the window and I turned to Karina and I'm like, I think this is my stateroom because I love the feeling of being able to see outside like floor to ceiling windows. Yep. But I don't want to be outside the whole time. Like I rarely use a balcony when I go on a cruise because it's just so hot out there. I just don't really care. She doesn't for, like to sweat. I don't yeah. like to sweat, get little get muggy, you know, all that stuff. So like having that gives me options. Like I can Great. still see outside, it feels airy and bright, but if I want a little bit of outdoors, I just open the window and yep. I'm there and I love the separate seating area for the veranda area. I well, I don't know. I was under again. the mistaken impression after my trip on the edge that the shade could only be up or down. Okay. So I don't like that. I don't. Is it noon? Is it midnight? I don't know. <laughs> is this pitch? But I don't like that. So yeah. now that I figured out, I, I'm with Teresa because I want the views, but the extra square footage is excellent, especially when you're traveling with a roommate that's not your partner or whatever. Sure. Sure. Or if sure. you have kids. You know, you can sit out there and close the little doors, but while they or, sleep. But. Yeah, or just let them sleep out there. Yeah. We'll close there the go. doors. Yes. And they have their own little bedroom. There you bedroom. go. Most their own little clubhouse. Yes. 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 clubhouse. Let's make a fort. <laughs> have fun. I'm heading to Craft Social. <laughs> I know there are mixed reviews about this because before I went to the Infinite Veranda, or experience that. I only heard from, you know, folks like some liked it, some didn't like it. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know if my clients will like it or not. But now I know, okay, there are certain people who will love the infinite veranda. And there are certain people who would just like a classic balcony. Sure. And I was under the misunderstanding that the shade could only be all the way up or all the way down like a (laughs) dum-dum. And now that I know that you can just put it partially, because I am telling you when that thing is all the way down, it's like you're in an inside stateroom. It is no joke. And I need to know when the sun comes up. It's uncomfortable for me to be in pitch black because I'm like, I'll wake up every hour. Is it noon? Is it midnight? I, like, did I sleep the day away? <laughs> 
So <laughs> when, I would disembark. <laughs> well, some people can sleep better in that scenario. I don't sleep because I'm afraid that I'm oversleeping. Mm-hmm. So now that I know that I can have it at the level that I prefer and know when the sun comes out, it's a totally different story because I certainly enjoy the extra square footage inside. And I'd like to be able to get a fresh breeze when I want to. I remember when you mentioned it to me because I was like making comments about how cool the infinite veranda was. And you're like, well, the only thing is the only thing I don't like about this is the shade. It can either be all the way up or all the way down. And I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, that is a major design flaw. Mm-hmm. And so like I was playing around with the buttons and I'm like, okay, let me just try this. And it stopped. So I'm like, perfect. Now we know there's no design flaw. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> should we launch into some excess baggage or do we want to add anything else i think it's time for excess baggage all right it's time for excess baggage which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes According to Travel Market Report, the U.S. has officially opened to international travelers. There will be strict rules for inbound passengers. All inbound non-citizens will need to show proof of vaccination. Only WHO and FDA-approved vaccines. Before they board their inbound flight, they will also be required to provide proof of a negative COVID test taken within three days. They also report that the newest Margaritaville Resort in the Dominican Republic is now open. Margaritaville Island Reserve Cap Cana, built in partnership between Charisma and Margaritaville, is officially opened, welcoming guests for the first time this week. A headline from Travel Pulse says, CDC reports numbers of COVID-19 cases on U.S. cruise ships from past four months. Of the nearly 1,400 positive results, which include both passengers and crew members, 49 required hospitalization and 38 prompted medical evacuations. However, the total figure represents a tiny fraction of the passengers who set sail during the four-month period, with CLIA estimating that as many as 600,000 passengers sailed from U.S. ports between June and October. Another one from them says that as the United States reopening draws near, travel stocks soar. Airlines, online travel agencies, and home-sharing companies are all gaining in the market, while companies that gained share in the last year during the pandemic what CNBC calls stay-at-home stocks like Peloton, Zoom, and Netflix fell this past week. Travel Weekly reports that Alaska travel companies are optimistic as they prepare for a 2022 comeback. If large cruise ships operate at full capacity in 2022, the ATIA said the state could expect 1.6 million passengers. Some terrible news for Riviera Maya. An article in Travel Weekly reports that a commando of drug Gang gunmen on Thursday stormed ashore at a beach on Mexico's resort-studded Caribbean coast in front of luxury hotels and executed two drug dealers from a rival gang. The two suspected drug dealers killed Thursday had apparently arrived at the beach in front of the Azul Beach Resort and the Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun earlier in the day, claiming it was now their territory. According to Afar, airport wait times are likely to climb as U.S. reopens to international travel, Now that the ban on international travel has has lifted, the deluge of travelers combined with the need to verify vaccination status and COVID test results could create some serious bottlenecks. Our high note today comes from Travel Agent Central. They report that Argentina has begun welcoming fully vaccinated foreign travelers. 
Entry into the South American country will not require a quarantine for fully vaccinated travelers who can provide a negative PCR test taken within 72 hours prior to entering the country. Specific entry requirements include complete vaccination schedule dated at least 14 days prior to arrival and a negative PCR test within 72 hours prior to entering Argentina. And that's it for excess baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news. We're just sharing it. And there's one other piece of news that I just saw today. And I thought it was relevant since we were just on the Celebrity Apex. But Richard Fain is retiring. No way. Yes. Oh, my gosh. January 3rd is his last day he's or he's retiring on january 3rd he needs a rest he's like you know what i've had my fair share of experiences and um you know from what i've seen on facebook and the travel advisor groups everyone is just so grateful for his video messages during covid and um yeah he held the fire high for a long time he was a leader for sure yes. he was definitely a leader Amazing. Well, if you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the Tin Lounge.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.